Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Several years ago, a dear friend of our family made what seemed at the time a startling comment. She was writing her own obituary. She was relatively young, in her early 50s, and in reasonably good health, although she had been treated for cancer a few years earlier. Cancer has a way of focusing your attention. Still, it seemed a bit premature. She had a lot of life to live. An accomplished professional in higher education, she acknowledged that perhaps there was probably a bit of immodesty involved in wanting to author precisely what would be said about her after her death. But it was more than that, she insisted. It was not about the awards in her life. It was about the rewards in her life. There's a difference. I remember her fondly all these years later as I ponder my own eventual demise. Most of us, I believe, would like to know what will be remembered of us after we're gone. Given a choice, would you prefer to simply let those you leave behind construct your story? Or would you like to have a hand in its preparation? Most obituaries in the blade are put together by loved ones of the deceased, often hurriedly and under duress. Family recollections don't always reflect what mattered most to the individual who has passed away, and the funeral director might be learning of the person and his or her life for the first time. There is considerable value, it seems to me, in gathering input from the deceased well in advance of death. I read the obituaries faithfully every day. To say I enjoy them is not quite right. I am sorry for each family's loss. But I do admire the obits, which make it clear the deceased had a few thoughts to share. My favorite appeared a few years back. It was the deceased's own first-person account of her life, and it began with a humor that clearly was her trademark. I'm trying to recall the exact wording, but it went something like this. If you were reading this, something has gone terribly wrong for me. Well, how could you not appreciate a person who stares death in the face and laughs at it? Her account went on to share the details of her life, the good, the bad, the ugly. It was courageous, it was entertaining, and I imagine it was cathartic for her. More of us should give it a try. Write this stuff down while you still can. It doesn't need to be an autobiography in the traditional sense. It could be a work in progress that never ends until you do. If writing it is burdensome, record a series of videos. You will bequeath an added bonus to your loved ones your smile, your laugh, the sound of your voice. Often a newspaper obit will include a photograph of the deceased that was taken at an early age. I always wish another photo from much later in life had been submitted also. Side-by-side -side photos tell a story all their own. Aging cannot be avoided, but neither should it embarrass us. The beauty of the heart does not fade. Here's an exercise I do frequently. I read the obituaries on page after page in today's blade, and I absorb as much as possible about the amazing people we lost. I will learn about their careers, their children, their children's children, and maybe even their dog. And I will wonder what inflections, what tones of gray they would have added had they each written their own obit. If you could write yours, what would you say? Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.